Welcome to Homeschool Insights, the show that brings you biblical homeschool encouragement in under 10 minutes. I'm your host, Yvette Hampton. Homeschool Insights is sponsored by CTC Math. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com and try it for free. Now on to the show. We're talking about reasons for procrastination and how to overcome those. Third one is I can't do it. And mm-hmm. a lot of times if you're a person who everything came easily to you in school growing up um, and you're just not used to doing hard things, then when you have something as an adult that's hard, you don't really know how to persevere and work. Whereas some of those kids where yeah. life was harder when they're growing up, they know how to do hard things. They don't believe this one. So mm-hmm. we talked a little bit about this one. I can't do it. I think the best way is to break it up into steps, mm-hmm. um, do some research, find out how other, other people do it. Um, if it's something you can have to keep doing it over and over again, write down a process. So you don't have to look it up every time. You just look at the process. And I think with the kids too, um, if they can't do it, like if they have a subject they just struggle with, uh-huh. they may, you know, you can ask the kids, you know, why don't you? Google this and see how other people do it or watch some little YouTube videos or, you know, get them to take some management and learning how to do it or, or figure out how they think. So you might think differently than them. If something comes easily to you, it might not come easily to them. So try and find a different approach to teach it. Another thing with, um, I can't do it. Oh, actually, no, I think I'll say that for, I'm afraid to do it. I have another good tip for writing <laughs> that really helped, helped us. There's something about that idea of not being able to do something or thinking you can't do something. And then at at least for me, and I'll switch my brain over to, I'm going to figure this out and I'm going to conquer this. And then when you do figure it out and conquer it, you're like, yes, I figured it out. And I'm so happy about that. Um, And with our kids too, this is so important because they need to know that they can conquer these things, that Mm -hmm. things that just seem so big. And I, I really love that you talk about breaking it up into smaller tasks in smaller sections that make it a little bit more doable because sometimes it is, it just seems so big and overwhelming, but breaking it up or even having somebody help you, maybe someone who knows how to do that thing, help them come alongside you and teach you how to do it and train Mm -hmm. you how to do that makes it so much easier and fun because then you've got a buddy maybe to help work through that. But, um, but I know being able to just push through the difficulty of not knowing how to do something the feeling of success on the other side of that, I think, you know, as, as humans is so fulfilling, but as Christians too, homeschooling is that for me, actually. I mean, one of the reasons I said that I would never homeschool is because I just thought I can't, I can't homeschool. Mm -hmm. I I hated school growing up. I don't have the education. I, I don't have what it takes to be able to homeschool my kids. And there's no way that this is going to go, go well and be successful. And now my oldest is in 11th grade and I'm just like, but God, you know, I Mm -hmm. I mean, it just really, I stand back and I, in awe of what the Lord has done over the past 11, 12 years of home educating our kids. And I'm so grateful, but it's not because I've done it on my own strength or my own power. It's because the Lord has helped walk me through it. And so even with big tasks, you know, just taking it to the Lord in prayer and just saying, Lord, I can't do this. This is so big, but help me through this. And then he gets all the glory and it's, it's, it's amazing uh, just to be able to walk hand in hand yeah. with the Lord and let him lead us uh, through these very difficult things. So, yeah. Okay. Because, so I can't do it. Yeah. Well, a lot of things we might say, I can't do it um, perfectly. I can't do it easily, but I can do it with yeah. God's help. And yeah. so I'm glad you brought that up. 
Yeah. yeah. Amen. All right. What's the next one? Next one is I'm too overwhelmed to do it. Mm-hmm. And that is I have too much to do today. This has to be perfect. I'll never, never be able to get this done in time. Or you might kind of go into workaholicism mode. I should be working. Working. I need to be working. I can't stop working. So with overwhelm, it's, it's usually... It's usually because you have too much on your plate. So right. maybe you have too much on your plate for your personality or for your um, the discipline level you reach. Maybe mm-hmm. you have too much on your plate for where your health is right now or with how many kids you have at home. Like yeah. I, with as a, a, you know, a retired homeschool mom, empty nester, I can get way more done than back in the days when I had four kids at home. Sure. So um, be honest about how much you can really get done and prioritize. And if you're feeling overwhelmed, sit down and sit back and say, am I doing too much? Ask somebody who loves you, somebody who knows you. Um, Some people will just, you know, automatically schedule too too much because they're just the take charge, go getters, get them done. Other people will be like me and they, they, they schedule too much just because everything looks fun and exciting. They're like, Oh, I should do that. Oh, that'd be fun. Oh, 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 that'll be easy. You know? So we have unrealistic expectations. That's how I am. And then also we sometimes beat ourselves up. We're like, Oh, I can't believe I didn't get all that done. And so what I say sometimes is, you know what, for somebody with your personality, your strengths, your character, you're doing a really great job. (laughs) So I kind of give myself a little pep talk because I'm not a type A. So you know, I'm doing right. great for somebody who's not a type A. Yeah, I'm not a type A either. <laughs> <laughs> well, for the kids too. If the kids are too overwhelmed, um, you'll have to help them figure out why are they too overwhelmed. Okay, a lot of times it's because they're procrastinating. So if they're too overwhelmed mm. because they're procrastinating, you have to make it really, really uncomfortable for them to procrastinate. Like I wouldn't let them play, do anything recreationally unless it's like earning a little five minute break because they finished a, a job or something, if they can keep the five minute jobs. So, so yeah, yeah don't let them, you know, watch TV or do all that kind of stuff where they get their school done. And then if they're overwhelmed yeah. by too much school, ask yourself, am I giving them too much school? Or are you filling their day with too many activities? Oh yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's really interesting the homeschool world because, you know, we had the days where, homeschoolers were the weird and socialized, you know, sect of the world. And, and it really was because they didn't, I'm not saying they were weird. I'm just saying they were unsocialized um, in a lot of ways because they had to be locked in their house during the school day, five days a week when all the other kids were at school, they couldn't go to the park. They couldn't go to the grocery store. They couldn't go anywhere. They had to be at home. Well, it's almost like that's flipped on its head now. And we want to involve our kids in every single thing. And so we've got kids in sports and we've got them in all sorts of, you know, music lessons and clubs and, you know, recreation activities that keep them so busy that now they're almost never home Mm, to actually learn how to be home and, and, and homeschool (laughs) because Mm -hmm. we're keeping them so busy. And so that can be on us, the mom too. So we need to be really aware of what we're asking of our kids and, how many things we're putting on their plates as well. Cause that, that could be hard for the whole family. You know, if you're never eating dinner together because every night of the week you're running around doing things, maybe your kids aren't really procrastinating. They're just not home to actually do the things that need to be done. And neither are you. So that's tough. Yeah. I remember um, going to a homeschool conference back when we were homeschooling. I can't remember who the teacher was, but he said, you have a privilege as homeschool parents. You get to decide what's important to teach your kids. So Mm -hmm. back in the old days when I started school, a group got together, he said, let's teach them blah, blah, blah. So he said, 
find out what do you think is important. And at the time, one of the things I did think was important was to teach the kids to be self-starters, to overcome procrastination. Yeah. So some of those skills that will serve them in life are more important than learning a musical instrument or playing a game. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Amen. All right. We have a few minutes left in this episode. So let's talk about the last reason that we often have for procrastination. Okay. And that one is I'm afraid to do it. So we'll be saying things like, what if I fail? Will this be worth all the work? Um, I don't know what to do, so I'll do nothing. Um, So with this one, it's like, we have to learn how to hold success with open hands. God doesn't want Mm -hmm. us to have anything before him. So we need to learn to be satisfied with Mm -hmm. God alone and um, just do the the work he's given us to do, the next step, leave the results up to to him. And for teaching our kids how to do that, Try not to be a perfectionist. If you're a critical perfectionist, if you struggle with that mm. that characteristic, um, you know, try to overcome it if you can. Because if you're a per- perfectionist, the kid might be afraid to do the work. Or if you're yeah. too harsh. So I was going to tell you about writing. Um, I, my for writing, I let my kids just write 30 minutes. They had to write 30 minutes a day, and I didn't correct it. Mm-hmm. And by doing that they learn to love writing. I just, my third daughter, Jenny Raveling, she just published her first book. It's called The Chosen Children. And it's a, it's a young adult fantasy novel. It's not a Christian book, but um, it's not, um, you know, I think there's like one kiss in the book, maybe two kisses, but at any (laughs) rate, they, all my kids learned how to love writing. I think three of them are written books and I didn't love writing at the time, but basically I gave them the freedom to just work on skills without having to be corrected. Thanks for joining us for Homeschool Insights. For more great homeschool inspiration and resources, listen to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And be sure to watch the film Schoolhouse Rocked, The Homeschool Revolution.